Apache from Merrimack, New Hampshire. I'm Brendan. And I'm Mike, co-founder of April Ebenezer Brewing Company. And this is the Stimulus Podcast. That doesn't look like your comfy chair you're sitting in. Is that is that chair comfy though? No, it looks like a. Yeah, you should like. I'm not sure what's um, happening. Yeah, you should get your nice chair and sit back, relax for. Get a another stimulus check. We could switch. You know, we could always. <laughs> no, it's quick. fine. I'll be uncomfortable. It's fine. Yeah, like. Okay. Just made this beautiful brewery for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What is the best Disney song? My cousin is really into Disney. She said Colors of the Wind. And when I was a kid, it didn't really speak to me. But that was also the last animated Disney movie that I saw in theaters. I feel like everyone has like that last Disney where I'm getting too old for this. It probably has like the most philosophical meaning of all the Disney songs. It's really awful. If you ask any girl I probably banged in high school, that was the that was the movie. I'd be like, hey, you want to come hang out and watch Pocahontas? See, that's why Wingapo. I didn't bang any girls in high school. I never, <laughs> I wasn't in the Pocahontas. That was it. <laughs> my, I just thought it was a late bloomer. My dad. <laughs> it's Pocahontas. <laughs> my dad would hear yeah. Colors of the Wind and be like screaming down at me. Yeah, I did not paint with all the Colors of the Wind. Savage. <laughs> <laughs> They're barely even human. <laughs> I'm more. I'm more interested in the uh, not baby Hitler question. But oh, my question, my quarantine question. Yeah, <laughs> we can wait. But I've I've got a lot of good feedback from the baby Hitler question because you can't kill baby Hitler. We've decided that it's just you can't do it. So if you could go back in time and take Michael Jackson out of his life situation. And he'd still be a very talented singer. At, he'd be like the best high school dance teacher and he'd be have a very fulfilled life. But he wouldn't provide everyone with the music and the experiences that we all have with Michael Jackson as an entertainer. Would you go back and save him from his traumatic childhood? All right. Problem one with this question for me is Michael Jackson may maybe my favorite artist of all time i don't <laughs> but you, the way you phrased it take him out of his traumatic childhood that's hard because i mean i'd yeah he had a really fucked up life i mean i, mean, I don't know the whole experiences i didn't watch the hbo documentary <laughs> i can only assume that someone who turns out that way had something terrible happen yes. or that sucks I, I think I'd have to say no. I'd, I'd let him have that screwed up life. I love his You did too much for me, man. It was worth your sacrifice. Have you listened to that song, Bad? It's so good. <laughs> I, well, I don't, you said, you know, if it's not him, it's going to be someone else. So it's like, let's just let it be Michael Jackson, all right? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that works in this case. No? Yeah, because, I mean, there's a lot of... He, like, changed the world. Yeah, but, I mean, there's a lot of musical artists that have come up that haven't gone through traumatic experiences i guess there's an argument to be made that a lot of people that go through hardships are the type of people that produce really great things you brendan is benefiting from his success even though he's not happy i mean is that is that a selfish way to feel i think everyone should be selfish to a point but that sucks because I love his music. That's it's not a fair question. I feel bad. I'm gonna suffer because I think he has the potential here to like really change a lot of people's <laughs> Let's lives. Not in the future. save him. <laughs> That's so wrong. I feel bad saying it out loud now. 
Well, I feel like it's the opposite of the baby Hitler one because you would stop someone who does something bad. You know, maybe he had a good childhood. Whereas you won't stop the kid in distress because he ends up doing something good. This is why I, I mean, breathe. he did, did bad things, obviously, but. <laughs> this is why I breathe heavy into the mic because of questions like this. I mean, you blindsided me the other day. I, I had to give you a good one. I was like, all right, Brendan likes music. <laughs> Brendan brought up baby Hitler. Uh, this is your time to shine because this is a great question. I feel like I just got, you know, shocked and rattled by this. This is horseshit. This is not a fair question. I think Adele is about to put out like a crazy album because of her divorce. Her husband, who's not famous at all, just took half her money in the divorce. Did Whoa. you see that? No. She's going to come out with something big now. That's a hardship. She just lost half of her life earnings that she made. I mean, she got married and obviously they didn't set a prenup. I don't know. I guess that that's a tough situation. It but, is. you know, half of whatever she has is going to be more than anyone's ever going to make in their whole <laughs> life. I know things are relative. I know. But, I know. Oh. So you feel bad for Adele, but not baby Jackson. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I feel awful now saying that. What would you do? Michael what would Jackson? I do what? Like, what would, what would you do? With Michael Jackson. I would help the kid. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah. I, mm, this is hard. This is still hard like for me. Just like baby Hitler. Yeah. I would help the kid. <laughs> I think the answer is always you just help the kid. Well, okay. So then in like, you know, in hindsight, or I don't even know if that's the right word to use, but then we wouldn't have Paris Jackson. His daughter, who I freaking love. I I don't know anything about Paris Jackson. I barely... All I know is she's gorgeous, and she's my celebrity crush. So if Kimmy ever left me for Post Malone, I'd leave her for Paris Jackson. Gorgeous. I'm going to marry you and take half your money. (laughs) All right, what is this uh, this week brought to us by... Oh, yeah. This week's episode is brought to you by Abel Ebenezer's Burn the Ships, a Cherrywood Smoked IPA. The original smoked IPA. <laughs> All right. Truth comes out. I think it was a growler of Burn the Ships, and I drank it all that night and i got a little sick and i remember that like lingering smoky taste and i couldn't drink burn the ships for like a year and now it's one of my favorite beers again i've had that with a couple I guess new styles are always kind of tough i actually had that experience with dr pepper oh i hated dr pepper the first oh. time i had it and then i just got to the point where i'm like i fucking love this stuff but Ugh. certain flavors, it's it's not like you don't like it. You're just not ready for it. Soko, Southern Comfort. That's nope. Can't do that anymore. No, absolutely not. And it reminds me. I don't think I could have done it. <laughs> or like so, Jägermeister. So I'm like bad. whoever's the sales guy for Jägermeister is a, he's a genius. Another bad experience with Jäger. Uh, Beyond I, how it tastes. All I remember is I got drunk with my buddy and Kimmy and like one of my other friends. And in the middle of the night, I just remember my buddy is standing in front of us. Just just peeing on the table. <laughs> he was drinking Jaeger all night. And I was like, we're never having Jaeger night again. Just you telling that part of the story <laughs> makes me think about our uh, our English bulldog. You know, she's like four months yeah. old and she just peed in our bed last night. And a part of me is like, what are you thinking? And I'm like, she's probably just tired. And like, let's be honest, human beings do this stuff all the time. It's true. <laughs> I'm giving crap to this little puppy. Look, I thought you potty trained her. All right. I thought she had a puppy pad. That she went to. She does. That's why it's so frustrating. <laughs> Get your buddy a puppy bag. He needs one. Dude, I want more. I want another question. That was a well thought out question, though. 
All right, with the quarantine ending, are you planning on going out to restaurants? Not not so much should they be open, but are you personally going to be going out to restaurants when the quarantine is over? It's hard because I think it depends on the restaurant. This like the outdoor seating situation. Is there enough? Like how how spaced out is it really going to be? Being in large crowds still, I feel like that like that just whole vibe like yeah i definitely agree with you with the large groups if someone let's say it was um going to a baseball game like hey you want to go to a baseball game no i'm not gonna put myself around that you know i feel i feel pretty sketched (laughs) out going to stadiums anyway you know it's like everything's kind of slimy everything's sort of wet for some reason like you know you touch the seat and you're like you know you're outside but this thing has like never been cleaned ever you gotta step over some like little kid who's just like a little petri dish of disease (laughs) dude you know whatever cheese is going out of business you thought their ball pits were a cesspool before this there's no way they're reopening i don't know dude they they got the corner of animatronics they already got robots running that place that's so, so oh my yeah that's so true half of chuck e cheese is. is gonna be closed just the ball pit movie theaters like how is that gonna work is a movie theater gonna open and they're like all right everyone can sit every two seats from each other see that's upsetting for me because i love going to the movies i mean that yeah. is my escape you know obviously i'm uh i'm more introverted i mean i'm not shy at all i'm just introverted so if i have a bar shift and i'm talking to people for four or five six seven eight hours you know at the end of that i'm pretty tired and i'm happy to just be my by myself to decompress and movies are really good for that you get engrossed into a really good story you're not thinking you right. can kind of shut your brain off for two hours and just get engrossed in something because if i'm at home and i'm watching a movie i know the dishes aren't done yet <laughs> You know, I got to change over the laundry. There, there's all these things that kind of break your attention. And every time you break your attention, you have to get back into the zone. So movie movie theaters are just good for that. I feel like our minds are so different. Oh, the worst part, oh. though, is when you're sitting next to a guy who's like coughing up a lung. And this is, yep. you know, obviously before COVID. And you're like, geez, guy, like maybe skip the movie this week. All right. So I think new social norms for American one hygiene. I'm happy it took a really shitty thing that people. People wash their hands more regularly now and put hand sanitizer on. Uh, that's awesome. Two, face masks. I feel like that's going to become a norm. And three, what about shaking people's hands? I was thinking about this. Is that going to go back? Like hugging. I am going to have a problem if I can't get hugs. I'm a hugger and it's going to annoy me when people are like, oh, <laughs> we don't do this anymore. Yeah, you're like, a physical touch guy. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I like the physical aspect. Well, there is something about hugging someone or shaking someone's hand, like a physical contact. Yes. You can tell if someone's not hugging you, right? Yes. And so (laughs) hugs are very revealing. If you give a handshake and you get like a limp hand, it tells you something about the person. It's true. No, it's I I even I judge people on what they say to loved ones when they say goodbye. Like I grew up hearing I love you all the time. So it's natural for me to just like be like, oh, I love you. Like even to friends or things like that. And some people just get like this, like, oh my God, you said the L word. I'm like, are you serious? Take it easy, baby, Michael Jackson. I know you're not loved, but you're not going to produce as much as him. So just chill out. I'm not going to save you. Uh, yeah. I've made it clear in the podcast. I'm not going to save you. Yeah. 
I've made it clear. Your torture has caused such great things for this world. Now I, I'm looking down on you because, like, should. I'm saving Baby Michael. I don't care about the song Bad. I mean, Thriller is great. Love it. Grew up with it. But, like, you're, you're disgusting. What about Don't Stop Till You Get Enough? Like, I can, we can go on what, and abuse? on. What, abuse? Jeez, yeah, come on, man. Well, oh, my God. Everything's <laughs> making way more sense now. This is messed up. All right, fine. I, I would go back and I would be like, hey, you're going to make great music when you're older, so just deal <laughs> Brandon, with this I abuse. think you need to have that conversation with yourself. You're I like, know. don't abuse kids. I'm going to make great music. Yeah. Get out of my way. Hold my beer. <laughs> mic drop like i thought that was the mic drop moment right there man you're making me seem like a bad person now i i I, yeah i didn't think about it from that angle i mean i don't think they're gonna build any statues but yeah (laughs) that's yeah you're a jerk (laughs) yes i am i'll be the first one to admit it i absolutely i am yeah i can be an asshole well wasn't there something where he like bought beatles songs Well, I don't even know if I can say this because I feel like we're going to get like shut down by Sony if like I say what I really think about them. But look, he was in the process of buying all of his rights to his music because Sony Records owned it all. So right after that whole debacle, he dies, gets killed. Right. All right. Same thing happened to Prince. Oh, Prince so conspiracy was, theory here. He was in the process of buying his all of his albums and records, and what happened? Oh, Prince is dead. It's just ironic. That's all. I'm, it, hey, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but you know. Are you sure about that? Uh, look, his his daughter, Paris Jackson, God bless her soul. Uh, she she doesn't think Conrad Murray was the reason. You know, he obviously they administered the drug, but you know, there's other. There's other schools of belief. I mean, I don't know enough about the subject. We're going to, I'm going to, we're going to dive deep into this one day. Conspiracy theories. Yes, that would be be its own podcast. COVID. There's a lot of ones about that. I'm not saying they're right, but it's fun to look into them. It's pretty funny. I mean, I don't know if it's fun. (laughs) Sorry. I, I mean, it's I didn't fine. mean like I didn't mean like yeah. this is funny. I, I meant like reading into people's beliefs about conspiracy. Well, even the you know the um, JFK and Abraham Lincoln, all the like ironic things that happened to both of those presidents. I would say that people are more closely related than we give each other credit for. Yeah. Everyone thinks we're so lonely and we're so distant. You know, deep down, I believe we're all pretty connected. And when things repeat like that in patterns, if you're paying attention to it and you're not thinking about worst case scenario, I think people would realize that much more things are related we have in common than we don't. I mean, I think it's just by our nature that we are trying to find things that are dangerous, things that are problems, and we're trying to fix those things or save ourselves from those things. Just the fact that you can walk down the street, size someone up in a glance about what their intentions are on a very like animalistic subconscious level shows that we have more in common than we have different. Well, most of communication is through body language. Absolutely. That's why we need to get video up and running so that people can see how I'm expressing myself when I'm talking about Look, not saving. My stimulus check beef. went to a puppy with pneumonia. Yours went to buying materialistic <laughs> goods, you capitalistic, you know, whatever. I want Shine. half of Paris Jackson's <laughs> estate so I can buy more microphones. Look, if you're listening, Paris, I'd love to have you on the show. <laughs> I think the burn the ships is kicking in. I th- yeah, we. T- I might need to get another one for us. Or we get a beer sponsor. 
and then they pay for it. Hold on, how do we do that though? Like, I don't know many people. In we the just industry. keep cracking beers, keep saying names, and yeah. eventually they'll come around. That no, we need to we need to do that though. Well, obviously, I love craft beer. Anything I can do to help promote our craft beer and anyone's craft beer, I'm all about it. What is your favorite beer out on the market right now? That's not one you brew. I don't really have favorites. So this gets oh, into the ranking on. thing. I'm not a ranking You're person. A I'm like three beers. Beers or breweries. Ooh. All right. Either or. We can start. Bre- Let's, we'll start breweries. Just go breweries. You can and you don't have to limit it to New England. I probably am going to limit it to New England for my answers. I started off a West Coast style guy, obviously yeah. being from California. So for me, being on the East Coast, it was Julius. I love, I love Julius. Julius is delicious. And when I went to Treehouse, I had the... It was a, a random encounter. I actually recognized one of the owners from a picture on the wall. What? And I was... I don't know if you've ever been to Treehouse, but when you walk in, you see the brewing system. It's great. And then you walk down this walkway, and at the end of the walkway, you can see the canning line system. And so it's empty down there. Like, most people wouldn't get super jazzed about that so i'm down at this end and obviously that's where the offices are and this guy comes out and i'm like hey like i recognize you from the picture are you one of the the owners he's like yep and you just shot the shit for like 20 minutes you know it's a busy saturday that's awesome and he was just the chill dude and you start to see why a brewery like that's successful because these guys are very much into it they care about everyone that comes to the brewery dude that's awesome and i think it made it that much better like an impact Right. One of my favorites is It's Complicated Being a Wizard from Burlington Beer Company. Oh, Have nice. you been up there? So I actually proposed to my wife in Burlington. <laughs> Shit. And what? <laughs> when we went up there, it was so cold for our whole trip. It, it was New Year's Eve um, years ago. <laughs> Shit. I'm going to get in trouble. <laughs> it was really cold. And so walking around wasn't really in the cards. <laughs> so anyway long story short we didn't go to burlington beer i wanted to but okay. i had already gone no, to yeah, the fair. alchemist and stowe we went to fawn trap yeah all the other it was great but you know i also didn't want to take over the whole trip of hey let's go to every single brewery and i get it you know vermont no honestly <laughs> not being from out here i haven't lived out here that long and i feel yeah. like so much of my time, especially when I first moved here, was dedicated to opening up this brewery that you didn't have I didn't time. see everything. And, you know, I haven't... There's so many things I haven't done. I haven't even been to Cape Cod yet. So. What? Yeah. What? Just... What? I mean, you only get, what, five months out of the year have to go? you been to Boston? No, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm more of a city person. Okay. So that's fair. You haven't been able to travel as much. Well, I mean, you also, you know, like I said, owning a business takes a little more time than... Yeah. You know, <laughs> well, it's kind of the nice part of having the brewery because you know we don't do that many beer fests because you know what only eight people work here. Yeah, yeah, but it's you know when we do go, it's really nice trying out the the beers from other breweries and you know honestly, I've never met a brewer I don't really like. So yeah, so Bissell Burlington Beer Company, and I'll go. Let's say oh Young Henry's out in Australia. I was shooting the shit with the bartender. And she was like, oh, like, I was like, oh, I work at a brewery in America. And we started talking about beer. And then they were taking this other group on a tour. And they're like, hey, you know what? Like, jump on the tour. So we got to brew the tour, like, the, you know, tour the brewery with them. 
and it was like just a kick-ass time. And then this girl, um, what was her name? Frankie, Frankie. And she comped everything for us. They don't really tip too much out in Australia, so I just tipped her whatever the bill was plus some. No, experience is such a big thing for breweries. I couldn't agree more. Kimmy, look at my Instagram. Tell me when I was married. Like, we need that. Yeah, that's why, that's the problem. I thought she was going to chime in. I thought she was going to chime in, help a brother out. She totally screwed you. I mean, you got married God knows when. You can't remember. But you went to Italy for your wedding. COVID screwed me up. Yeah, it's this is crap. See, you drink a lot faster than me, too. I remember you saying that, that you're a fast drinker. I, yeah. Is that, like, part of the, like, the being alone thing? I don't cherish it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, if it's like good, then I go all in. That's all it is. I, I, I have, there's no problem with that. Mm-hmm. Are you almost out of your beer? Yep. <laughs> See you next time. <laughs>